This is a Baby Brunch podcast. This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. FedHealth's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free FedHealth baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose FedHealth for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility and control, and that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. FedHealth. We let you be you. Richard, welcome back to you. Richard Brousseau is from hijack.co.za. The last time he chatted to us, we talked uh, about safety uh, on the roads. This time we're talking about safety while we are either on holiday or doing a staycation. Richard, I'm going to get straight into it. How do you safeguard your home during this holiday period? People, you must look at this and say to yourself, if I want to break into my house, where would the target areas be? I would reckon if you go on holiday or before you go on holiday, walk around your property. Ask yourself, if I was a criminal, where would I enter the property? You know, holes in the fence, make sure your electric fence is working. Uh, the cameras, uh, the, the batteries, for example, in the beams, make sure you've replaced them. You don't want to be on holiday and the beams run flat. Um, for example, mow the lawn one setting shorter. So if you're away for two weeks, you know, the grass doesn't look that uncut after two weeks. The criminal thinks there is somebody at home. Talk to your neighbor, for example. You know, tell him, listen, we are going to leave. Would you be so kind as pick up the newspaper occasionally? Um, cancel the newspaper, even if it's possible. If you've got outer lights, put them on a timer. Small little things. So the criminal doesn't say no, but you basically shift crime. I'm sorry for putting it in this way, but it's somebody else's problem now. That person wakes up and they shift it even further. Mm. What kind of tips do we have for parents with children regarding safety? I'm thinking now of so many things that are becoming, I don't want to say popular, but because, you know, every parent, we, we're trying our best to ask Wachwurde, you know, a code word. There's there's moms that um, talk about, I mean, I, I do this with my children before we fly, you know, there's, there's certain things we talk about. So what kind of advice do you have for parents who are going to be traveling with children during this holiday? Ilana, most important is those seat belts in the back. You know what? Mommy and daddy put the seat belt on because the little speaker inside the car makes a noise if it's not on. But very seldomly do we make sure the kids in the back, especially if they like seven, eight years and older, make sure they buckled up. Talk to your kids. Now, I know it's not nice to talk about crime and things like this, hijacking and and you know, robberies and stuff like that. But as you mentioned, maybe a password. If mommy says get out at a certain time, that the child knows exactly what to do. You know, uh, it's easy to say, no, it won't happen to me. You in that whole holiday mode where you relax. We've been through a terrible year this year, but we have to lift our awareness. You know, you go on holiday. The criminals do not go on holiday. This is silly season. They are going to target us. Bling. You know, the kids with their cell phones and stuff. When the child is out going to the beach or so, don't give the child a lot of money. Don't let the child walk around with a credit card, for example. Say a, a send a, a cash send, small little things, so the child doesn't draw attention. It's not that bling and the robber targets that specific child. 
You're talking about the phones now. And I mean, our children feel that they are a lot safer when they are with us as adults. But I agree with the cell phone thing. I see so many people uh, walking around talking on their cell phones. I saw it yesterday. Uh, I just, I become cold, you know, thinking that God forbid someone wants this phone, you know, or that they wouldn't hand this thing over. That's right. When we are on holiday, and I'm thinking of the two incidents that has happened in 2020 where people were at a holiday home. And because we are a little bit more relaxed, we're not as vigilant. Uh, There was the incident around the fire and the the Mm. gas. What can we look out for when going on holiday, you know, in a holiday home or perhaps an Airbnb? Because our homes are child safe and then you go to a holiday home and it isn't. Ilana, this is a bit of a a gray area because there's positives and negatives. Firstly, one has to look out and and think to yourself, if a fire must happen or there's a gas leak, would me and my family be able to escape safely in a controlled manner? But on the other hand, you want to safeguard the property. So when you go to bed at night, make sure the windows are properly closed. Leave the key in the door, twist it so nobody can fit another key and unlock the front door. Maybe between you and the bedroom, between you and your kids in the passage, lock the door. Small things, as you've mentioned, we go on holiday and we've got this relaxed atmosphere. You want to chill and the crime doesn't sleep. You know, uh, just make sure, discuss it with the kids, sit them down before they get too excited and run to the beach and stuff like that and say, but if something does happen, do we have an escape plan? Should we have a, and you're talking about an escape plan. So I, I would imagine a safety plan for the family is also valuable. Sitting down with the family and maybe discussing how we are going to approach this holiday, you know, what we're going to do while we are there. What other tips do you have around sitting and chatting to your family when we are going on holiday? And and how far should we extend this conversation, you know? Ilana, you know, I don't want to scare the kids. So I would reckon if your child is six years and older, explain to the child, you know, crime and there is violence involved occasionally. Like, for example, people come and visit. You know, all the doors are open on a Saturday and Sunday because, no, no, crime doesn't happen at that time. You know, you're having a braai in the back. The kids are running all over the place. Talk to the kids. Tell them, you know, what the possibility of something happening could be there. You know, lock the gates. Keep the beams on in the front yard, for example. A quick example. You know, people come and visit. Even when you go on holiday, you go and visit family and friends that live in the province. We as South Africans have got a very bad habit. We can't say goodbye once. So, you know, it's inside the house, it's goodbye. Then you're at the front door, another kiss at the car. The criminals are not stupid, Ilana. Firstly, they target cars in holiday period with foreign number plates. What I mean by foreign is you in Cape Town, they see the Gauteng number plate. They know you in unfamiliar territory. When you go and visit family or friends and it's a quick hello, we tend to stop outside the gate. It's a 20, 30 minutes. The robbers know if you stop outside the gate, you've blocked the driveway. So you're not worried about people's coming and goings, small little things. If you can't stop inside during the little visit, stop the car off the driveway. You're portraying a message of it's a long visit because I've left the driveway open. When the kids Mm -hmm. run and play and stuff, make sure the front security gate is locked. We think we're safe in numbers. Things have changed. The robbers will walk in and empty that whole house via force. 
staycations and holidays at home, and you've just touched on it, the fact that we can visit at home. You've you've covered that quite extensively, so I'm not going to ask that question, but uh, let's move on to other safety measures. Do you travel with a firearm, for instance? Ilana, the law in South Africa states very clearly that the firearm must be kept in a safe, secure location or place. A vehicle is not a safe location. It should be a lockable safe. If you travel with a firearm, you must be willing to keep it on your person the whole time, unless the place where you're going to stay has got a safe. Although you can argue this and say, but maybe there's an extra key. A lot of these safes have got combination codes nowadays. Yes. But the problem is you're traveling with a firearm. I know if your car breaks down or you drive at night, it can play to your advantage. But if you drive in town between other vehicles, the criminal works on that element of surprise. So when are you going to get ready with your firearm? There are three criminals, maybe, you and your families inside the motor car. I know a lot of the men will argue this point, but I believe a gun and a car, if you're not properly trained, the two don't go together. So my mm-hmm. personal opinion is, no, I wouldn't take the gun on holiday. It also depends on where you go. If you are the only home in your street that is staying home for a staycation, the rest have left the neighborhood, you know, now there's not the extra ears. You don't feel as safe. How do you keep yourself safe if you are a parent or a mom? I think of our single dads as well. You've got small Mm. children around. And you're the only home or one of the few homes in the streets that's still at home. The rest have all left. Mm. Mm. Ilana, Once again, it also depends on the age of your children. If you've got kids, you know, they want to play outside in the street and stuff like that. Um, Yes, you can argue the point now and say, but the chances of them breaking into your property now is very small because you are there. But now it goes over to house robbery. I control you. That means you won't be able to activate the alarm and notify the authorities. You know, if the child plays outside, Explain to the child the dangers. Don't talk to strangers. Try and ride your bicycle or play where it's visible if it's possible. I know it's difficult. I know to control the young kids is not always that easy. But explain to the child. You know, you're the only one in the street. Look out for the other people. Obviously, they're going to do the same for you. I live in Centurion, and we've got this street group. You know, there's WhatsApp groups and so. Mm. And the other day, it was extremely interesting. They broke into a house in the street, and one of the ladies afterwards, three hours later, reported, yes, I saw them. They looked over my wall, and I saw them looking at the cameras, and they left. Yes, but what did you do about it? Did you Mm. notify anybody? A lot of the securities nowadays will, uh, you know, you work on that system, you press a panic button or you go on the Zello system on your cell phone. So there are ways and means, even if you are alone at home, that you can safeguard. Communicate with your security company. Let them drive down the street. They do it nowadays because obviously Mm. publicity and so on. But the chances of a house breaking then is small, but it could go over into house robbery. God forbid, <laughs> Richard. Yes, I'm yes. like <laughs> yeah. going to going to the shopping center. I mean, the one thing I dread is going to any mall 
during the festive season. I love myself some Christmas, mm. but it is difficult to, you know, the, the mommy, the, my mother can't always, and my dad can't always, and you've got the children with you. You know, there's no school after care and there's not an au pair available. Yes. So the kids are with you in the mall while you are trying to buy your turkey or even mm. do mm. some Christmas shopping. I've been pickpocketed twice in a mall when I was alone. Now, the question is, how do we do this with children? Ilana, firstly, when you go to the mall, obviously, if the kids are, I would say, anything 10 years and younger, they shouldn't be walking around with cell phones in the mall. You know, I, I know you want to take a photo. I know social media is very big nowadays, for especially the youngsters. Keep that phone out of sight. When you even arrive in the parking area, listen carefully now. I know a lot of the men want to show off the watches and stuff like that. The initial read by the criminal happens in the parking area at the shopping malls already, where they see the family climbing out of the motor vehicle. Look at the nice watch on daddy's arm. The criminals want to see the car and the person in one picture to determine if the jewelry is the real thing. So try and hide stuff, if it's possible, in the pocket. When you're back in the mall, yes, you can bling up. Be careful with your watch, especially the men. I know I'm picking on hubbies now and the men. The criminal only discovers that watch of yours is not real. It could be a fake when he has it in his hand. You've seen numerous video clips of robbers jumping over railings at restaurants and attacking six, seven men with firearms and taking their watches. The average street price nowadays for a Rolex, bottom of the range, the deep blue, is 24,000 rand. The robbers are going to have to hijack three Polo Vivo 1400s to get 24,000 rand. Small little things. You know, when you walk with your handbag, for example, on the right shoulder closest to the window, if it's possible. So it's difficult to run past and just grab the handbag. If you're in the mall now, and this you must emphasize to the kids, doesn't matter what age. Look, I'm not, I'm talking four, five years and older. If you hear loud bangs and a loud noise, there could be a robbery taking place at either a cell phone shop or any one of the shops. It's one of the crimes that has risen dramatically in the last three, four months, where they rob shops at shopping malls. If there's a loud noise or bang, try and get the kids to fall flat on their stomachs with their feet facing where the noise is coming from. You know, God forbid shots are fired and so on, but it happens in South Africa, unfortunately. Try and have your feet facing where the noise is coming from. So if a bullet comes your way, I'm sorry for talking about this, but we have to. If a bullet Richard, I would rather, I say prevention is better than cure. Yes, you know, it, you're right. Yes. It is a nice hearing this, That's it. but I'm saying that, you know what, on the one side we are building a better South Africa all of us are doing it I know you doing it I know I'm doing it I know a few other people are doing it but the reason we record these podcasts and we talk about these things is because we want to make sure that our mommies and our daddies and our children safe. are safe so I, I think I think we should talk about it yes. um, so by no means no not at all you don't have to apologize I, we want to keep people safe and we want to make sure that this festive season that we, we get to Celebrate 2021. 
anyway, I digress. <laughs> you were saying, okay, so you, you, you basically saying that when you hear this loud bang, that children should lie flat on the floor. So you take them out of the trolley if they were. So out of the trolley, flat on the ground, on your stomach with your feet facing where the noise is coming from. If a mm. bullet comes your way, it has to travel that much further into the body before it hits a vital organ. You know, it's small things. It's like when you, you drive to the shopping mall, a lot of the mommies drive with their polos or VW Tiguans. I'm not picking on certain cars now, people. Mm. Even your Renault Clear and Magans, anything from a 2015 model and upwards. Try and park the vehicle at the shopping mall in such a way that the nose of the car is visible if it's possible. There's a very high demand for the headlights of those vehicles. You know, it's one of the most common cars on the road, the Polos, you know, the VWs. Yeah. What, the, what they do is they remove the headlights, they sell them either to the panel beaters for about three and a half thousand rand, or they use them to light up their Dacha little marijuana plantations in informal settlements or flats. So when you drive a car like that, try and park it in such a way that the nose is visible to the public, even if you have to reverse in. You know, I'll, I'll rather take two minutes extra and look for a parking, then come back and, oh, the headlights are gone. This is gone. Mm -hmm. If you're now in the vehicle with your kids and you're driving home, for example, and you come across a cash and transit robbery, don't take your phone out and try and make a movie. The kids must know, as we spoke earlier about this little safety plan, go flat, go and sit in the back on the floor. If you can't make a U-turn or reverse, sit flat, switch off the vehicle, and try and go as low as possible inside the car. Try and get the car's engine between you and the robbers. Sure. Okay, so we've covered shopping malls. We've covered how to park. Um, what about Christmas Day? So what kind of precautions can one can one take? You know, you know that everyone is in the festive mood. Correct. Uh, we've established that we're hardly thinking of being safe and and to to avoid crime. Mm. Ilona, if you've got beams at home, switch them on. You know, we as South Africans, we've got all the security systems around the house. It's beams, it's alarms, it's it's features that you can't lift the gate off the railings and stuff, which is 100%. But we only use those systems when we go to bed at night, when you sleep. If you're not going to be outside, leave the beams on. I want to know if something is happening. Listen to your dogs. Pay attention to the dog's bark. You know the dog's bark. This is for the cat like your bulldog. This is for the cat across the road, or there could be potential danger. You know, talk yeah. to the kids. Don't leave the security gate, especially if you've got a little bit older kids. When I say older, six, seven years and older. You've got two the oldest one must understand this. Crime's not going to go away. And Christmas Day, although crime doesn't increase that much on specific Christmas, but there's a slight increase because the robber knows you and that holiday festive, it's Christmas. No, the last thing on your mind is crime. Make sure, guys, that beams must be on. Lock the security gate. If the dog barks, pay a bit of attention, guys. Don't just think, no, it doesn't happen on Christmas. Sure. Richard, how do you feel about house sitting? I mean, is it not better to just leave the house empty? Do we do we even bother and get someone to house sit, you know, the 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 home this festive season? 
You know, Ilana, what I would suggest, I like the high house sitting scenarios, but do yourself a favor. If you do not know the person, I know the social media pages, you can go and get somebody and, 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 and go on Google and so get references. Don't just, don't just accept anybody, you know, um, make sure it's a reliable person. There is references. And so I like the high house sitting scenario because the criminal reads, there is something at home. Look at the lights coming on at night. There's movement inside the house. So I like that idea. Richard, any advice around insurance? I think of our cars and who's allowed to drive them and uh, yeah. Ilana, it's small little things you don't, you know, you don't think about, you don't consider that. Is my child allowed to drive the motor car? Is he a co-driver on the insurance? You know, you're on holiday, the kinder than it's a license until something goes wrong. You know, just make sure small little things like that. Take your car for a safety check. A lot of the companies like uh, tire places, even car manufacturers like Mercedes-Benz and BMW do free checks, you know, for their customers. Mm. And so, and very important, when you leave home, you know, everybody normally jumps in daddy's car, the big SUV, and they go on holiday. Mommy's car or the kid's vehicle stands at home take the keys with you. Make sure you've got the spare keys with you. It's not just for if the house gets broken into, they can use that as a transport method, but it's also for the insurance company because there's going to be a small little dispute of where's the spare key? Was there negligence on your part? And so, so small little things. Hoity sleetles, man, throw it in a little bag. Take it with you. So and don't let it lie around, but just so if something does happen that you've covered yourself, you know, a lot of people go as far as they write down every serial number and so on. Yes, it's good, but I wouldn't go into a frantic now and move everything in my house to write down serial numbers. Be scared. There's a very thin line between being safe and being paranoid. Well, thank you so much, Richard. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> if you want to find out more about what Richard does, uh, you have to check out his website. So find Richard Brissot, uh, not just on Carte Blanche, where we saw him recently, but also on hijack.co.za. Find out more about what they do and how to look after your family and how to safeguard people in such an important time. We want you to be safe. Uh, and you can find out more about our expert on his platform. Richard, thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. FedHealth's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free FedHealth baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose FedHealth for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility and control, and that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. FedHealth. We let you be you.